Welcome to the Byron and Pace podcast. You've tuned in to Sandstone Stories. Take a seat and they'll be with you shortly. Good to be back. So good to be back. I, I can't get enough of this like oh, hype tune. The hype tune, man. The power of music. The power How are you, Byron? How um, are you? Mate, I mean, you know me. I've been pretty rattled this week. Yeah, we have had a rattling week. I uh, yeah. had some pretty crazy anxiety and like stress on Monday. I feel like I've still got it to a degree. Yeah. Just because I'm slammed. Like there's so much going on right now. Like I feel like I, I guess my brain kind of went, when I actually sat down and went, oh, everything's happening at once. Yeah. So... But I do love the chaos. I do love what's going on. You know, the boat party's kicking off. My program's kicking off this Friday. Yeah. Just managing numbers. I'm running a program next weekend by myself. We're working on the Byron Place live show. Just got Lord of the Rings premiere tonight we're going to. So good. It's going to be so awesome. So So good. How about you, Pace? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I've got... uh you know, some some deals in the works. Mm. Um, music stuff's going well. I've got a few new songs coming out that are, I think, the best shit I've ever done. I agree. And yeah, um, yeah life life is exciting. Perhaps some Glenn Livett. Perhaps a little Glenn Livett would we'll take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So we're going to mix things up a little bit this week. We had a bit of feedback, which we love. Um, even if we ignore it most of the time, we love the feedback. And um, we thought we'd start with News for Noobs, actually. Because, um, you know, while we're catching up, it would make a bit more sense to just talk about what's happening in the world and then go into the, the factor cap, the famous factor cap. I also feel like maybe it warms us up, up a bit. Yeah. To give a better performance of exactly. factor cap, you know what I mean? Exactly. So we can kind of get the, because the, the news and noobs, I guess, they're not less important, but like in terms of prep time, I would spend five times more time yeah. on the factor cap stories. Totally. And so we want to be a bit get- loosey, have the whiskey s- sink in a little bit before... Um, Exactly. So while you play the News for News jingle, let's have a uh, cheers. Yeah, of course, which is... Uh, the- news for News. You nailed it. Cheers. First time. Cheers to that. That was a fluke. <laughs> mm. So shall I start? Be my guest. This is an interesting one. Did you know that US basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal has voiced his support for the indigenous cause in Australia? Mm, I've seen he's been in Australia recently. So he's doing a, talk, a speaking tour, right? Um, and he was speaking at a news conference with the Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, and he said, whatever you need from me, just let me know. Um, they're trying to hold a referendum at the moment to change the constitution in Australia and give indigenous people a voice in parliament. And um, uh, the PM has promised it in his victory speech after winning the election um, did you know in 2017, Australia, the Australian government rejected a proposal to form a body in the parliament representing Indigenous people? I did not know that, but I'm not that surprised, to be honest. And like, so Albanese is like, he's like, oh, if we're doing a referendum, it's a public vote. I'm going to try and get like celebrities and sports stars on board to try and like promote the cause. Right. So he's got Big Shaq involved. There you go. Big Shaq. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to- That's cool to hear. Yeah. So- He's got quite the reputation, doesn't he? Again, news for noobs, just giving you the, the tip of the iceberg of everything you need to know to sound smart and engaging conversations. That's it, yeah. That's all you need. Oh, did you hear Shaq has been doing a bit of a tour around Australia? He actually met with uh, <laughs> the, the PM on uh, Aboriginal issues. Exactly. So good to see that. Well, we love it. Speaking of celebrities who are doing good things. Ah, I love that. Love that link. Did you hear that Keanu Reeves bumped into a wedding party and stayed for a couple of whiskeys and conversations at a pub? 
Wow. So Keanu Reeves was spotted having a couple of whiskeys and chatting with a wedding party in UK this week, yep. continuing his reputation as the nicest guy in Hollywood. Reeves met the groom on his wedding day at the bar of a four-star hotel and promised to come to the reception. Didn't know him, just met him. So the guy was a fan. He was like, all right, I'll come along. Is it amazing <laughs> how that is painted as him being like an absolute legend and a super, like a gentleman? The same thing I remember um, happened to, you know, Wayne Rooney, the footballer? Yeah, yeah. Same thing happened. Like he was at the hotel with the England team and there was a wedding going on there and, they, and the bride or whatever, or the, the groom probably, went up to him and was like, hey man, would you have a drink with us? And like, you know, whatever. And he came down for a beer after training. And then like that was all over the news. It was like, Rooney, like irresponsible drinking with really? like, and he was just like there to like kind of show up and like do a nice thing. That sucks. So like you can really have like whatever you're, typecast as in the media mm. the stories just like have that angle you yeah. can like spin it both ways it's kind of yeah it's kind of yeah, sad but it's sad but there you go again matrix actor keanu reeves however you want to throw that in oh did you hear about that it's just a good little soft one i've really tried to focus on good stories this week i've got a few that aren't as good but yeah. they're important um but you know again it's just a little i'm starting off quite soft yeah well speaking of things that aren't so good but are important nice obviously we've got to talk about pakistan Yes, that's a one I've got, yeah. The um yeah. So pa one third of Pakistan's underwater is five hundred thousand so flee. One hundred thousand people. Yeah. Um they reckon it's gonna cost more than ten billion dollars at least, the minister Holy says. Shit. And it's just like fucking hell. They've so just they've just had a one billion dollar bailout from the International Monetary Fund. Well to is, clarify, basically Pakistan's been hit by severe floods, like monstrous floods, and five hundred thousand people have evac evacuated. Um, it's just unrelenting. International aid is now entering the country as military and volunteers struggle to reach flood victims. So people a third are dying. Of the country. That's uh, so insane. The IMF has released funds for Pakistan's previously held in limbo over concerns with the former government. But yeah. now, because of this is happening, they're like, all right, just have them. They're never going to pay their debts at the moment. Exactly. Like, yeah. Shout out to Luke Demant, who uh, that's how I first found out about it. He's a travel vlogger friend of ours who spent a lot of time in Pakistan and and shared a post about it. How um, yeah. Apparently, he says. The nicest people in the world. The nicest most in the world. hospitable people in the world. Well, so. typically speaking, people, you often find people who have little, are very, they're just grateful. It's like when you go to Bali and everyone's like so, all the locals lovely. are like yeah. so lovely and everything, which is a whole statement. That's probably an episode within itself. <laughs> yeah, maybe on the Driven Young podcast. Yeah. The Fire and Pace show. All right. But speaking of countries that are in global chaos, <laughs> extreme China heat waves could lead to global chaos and food shortages because China is such a powerhouse. Yeah. This could ripple effect across nations like Australia, where yep. basically they say we're like the horse and carriage. China's a horse with a carriage. We follow wherever they go. Right. Um, but, you know, global shortages and soaring prices are almost certain as China's seemingly never-ending heat wave sears on. With uh, degrees topping 40 degrees regularly, it's been going for 70 days now. Um, at one point, there's a place called Beer Bay. I apologize if I pronounced that wrong. It was 45 degrees. I did. <laughs> I had no idea, but uh, I'm sure you did. It was 45 <laughs> degrees for two consecutive days and oh. some places not falling below 34 degrees at night. Um, this is going for 70 days, impacting like oh, nine, more than 900 million people. Yeah. So China is just getting slammed. Um, and obviously it'll lead, say we'll talk about like global warming and all this different stuff. But yeah, the world just seems to be getting hit by a lot of different natural disasters right now. It's, it makes me wonder, like, is it more now than it was or do we just know about it more? Is there, that is, is there more awareness of it because yeah. it's, a, it's, you know. There's a whole mental health conversation. Yeah. People will be like, is mental health worse or do we just have a label for it now? Yeah. Probably a bit of both. I mean, I'm, I think we probably always had a label for natural disaster, but I think there was less, there was less linking of the dots between this is probably a result of what's happening yeah. with, you know, whatever, climate change and shit like that. 
Well, um, on a, night, a lighter note. How dare you? I was going to go next. Do you have a good link? Yeah, I got a great okay, link. Okay, fine. Go, go, go. <laughs> so speaking of like population crises and global uh, warming okay. and stuff like that, um, billionaire Elon Musk tweeted, not for the first time, that population collapse due to low birth rates is a much bigger problem to civilization than global warming. I've seen him talk about this. I've seen a lot of people disagree with it as well. So interesting, yeah. Um, the The former director of the United Nations Population Division, so like... I guess you could argue has some authority, says Elon is better off making cars and engineering than at predicting the trajectory of the population, who has written several books about the issue. He says, yes, some countries, their population is declining, mainly like developed Western countries yeah. and like Japan and stuff like that. But for the world, it's just not really the case. A lot of developing countries have rising birth rates. So that's the issue. The, so there's, this is kind of like the whole issue, right? Yeah. It, it's, it gets so much deeper when you talk about like, why do they have rising? Well, wealthier people have higher access to contraception and they can, I guess, be and more- education around. And education. Yeah. And so there's this movie with like Terry Crews. Have you seen it? No. I can't remember. What it, uh, Nick was telling us about it. Right. He's saying how like there's these people who get frozen and they wake up like a thousand years later and they wake up and the world is run just by idiots. Right, Because right, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the wealthy, intelligent people and who Terry have Cruz access to education. President. Yeah, yeah. And they like put Powerade on their, st- on their crops. crops and everything. Yeah. Um, so- yeah, I think that, that is just only going to heighten the disparity between the rich and the poor. If all these people are having like four or five kids, which costs money, I, I don't know. That's just, I'm just talking out my ass here, but. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, yeah. I, we're definitely on a population decline, not right now, but like over the next 50 to 60 years. Yeah. It's in Western countries because like people are having less babies. I know a lot of people that are like, I don't want to have a baby because we're overpopulated, mm. which is, I, I don't really know what I'm talking about here, but it seems like that's. But this is a point of news for noobs, right? Yeah, this is yeah, a conversation yeah. that you could be having with your friends. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're not going to give you the answers. Yeah, we'll, yeah, just, yeah. we'll just spark the debate. Exactly. But um, yeah, there that's you go. good Good using there. Good word, actually. There, spark the debate. Mm. Let's remind ourselves to add that in the copy. Nice. Um, so some lighter notes. China's, China's got heat waves. Pakistan's got flooding. However, breeding corals for the Great Barrier Reef achieves first out-of-season spawning ever. Yes. Let me explain what Let's this is. Go. Yeah. So scientists in Australia have achieved the first ever off-season coral spawning in the history of coral breeding and restoration sciences. Nice. The breakthrough dramatically expands the capacity to grow corals in a captivity to then use it to restore the Great Barrier Reef since it allows scientists to spawn coral 50% more often than nature itself. Yeah, of course. So basically they've been able to simulate spawning coral. Um, at the Australian Institute of Marine Sciences, a science, coral colonies are kept in captivity with the hopes of one day transplanting them to the biggest reef on Earth. So very, very exciting news when it comes to Great Barrier Reef restoration, which of course is one of the natural wonders. Every other piece of news I've heard about the Great Barrier Reef has it's been always like negative. a disaster. It's actually doing really well. I mean, it's obviously still going bad, but there's been a lot more positive than negative lately in yeah. terms of what's been happening um, because they're saying like, you know, our kids won't get to ever see it. And also like just the impact that that has on the global ecosystem because mm. it's the biggest fucking reef in the world. And it's like, the biggest ecosystem in the world. Right, yeah. So it's beautiful. I was there earlier this year. It is funny though, because I remember talking with this, um, one of the experts and she was like talking how she loves brown coral because brown coral is actually a beautiful sign of healthy coral because right. we don't associate it as it's pretty. Ugly, yeah. It's ugly. We're like, oh, the reef is doing bad. She's like, no, brown coral is amazing. Yeah. And she's talking, she's so passionate about brown coral. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, bodies of water, hey, I, I kind of, it's not big news, but it's kind of interesting. Um, French tax authorities have been using AI to discover more than 20,000 hidden swimming pools. 
What? And I'll tell you why this is important. So pools lead to higher property tax, right? In, in a lot of countries, they do because it increases the value of the property. Therefore, you know, pay more, pay more money to the government. Um, software developed by Google spotted pools using aerial images, and they've used it in nine French regions so far. They've, they've generated millions and millions in revenue from like people who have made pools like in secret and then just like knocking on the door and be like, you got to pay tax for this. So like, but they're going to expand it to um, undeclared home extensions, patios, gazebos, like any part of the property that is an expansion. Cause so many people like build shit that they don't have permission for. Right. Um, so it's just kind of like goes to show like what's going to be happening in future in terms of like government surveillance and like their ability to find people who are like taking the piss and like generate more revenue through yeah, taxes, right. I guess. Right. But it's just like, yeah, where does it stop? Every like you, you won't be able to get away with anything in like fifty years time. No, you, you, you barely can anyway. Right, which is a whole. This is what Sydney's so policed. Not just like literal police, but like it just Australia, feels like you, yeah. you know you can't do anything. You get taxed, you get fined, you get sued or whatever. You do anything. It's very very annoying. So that that is probably good though. Yeah, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, who knows? I can't remember if you did you share this one last time. The 16 year old who become the youngest person to circumnavigate Earth in an airplane? Yeah, but they're 17. This kid's 16. Do I have a different kid? No, surely not. The Belgian British guy? No. What? A 16 year old British boy? No. Is nearing the final leg of his five month adventure to become the youngest person to fly around the world solo. No, surely this is the same person. Mark Rutherford? Rutherford? Rutherford, yeah. Mark um, Rutherford. Hold on, let me just check. Uh, 17 year old kid. I've got it here. Um. British he would Belgium. clinch a Guinness World Work Record yeah, currently Mark held. Rutherford. Yeah, this is old news, man. Oh, this man. is old news. Sorry, man. All right, this is just, old news. All right, we'll leave this in, but you know. <laughs> I thought I remember you sharing it last time, but yeah. I was like, if it's not there. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's everything I got. You got anything else? The only other thing I had is, hold on, let me get back to where I was. I was rudely. I thought this was kind of cool. Did you hear there's a new trend going? <laughs> there's. Did you hear there's a new trend going? Fuck me, I can't even talk. All right, Byron, stop looking at me with those beautiful eyes. <laughs> Did you hear there's a new trend going around? <laughs> Fuck me, don't do it. Did you hear there's a new trend of going makeup free in beauty pageants? No. So beauty pageants can have a reputation, like they have a reputation of like glitzy, glamorous, sure. like thick makeup. Like usually it's the, the stereotypical beautiful yeah. person who wins, whatever. Melissa Ralph, probably butchered that, um, as a 20-year-old student, she's the first person ever to compete in the final of the Miss England competition without makeup in, in 100 years, right? Um, and previous winners of the round have all worn makeup and they're, and everyone else in the final is going to be wearing makeup. But she's like, look, I wanted to show that you have a choice in, in wearing makeup and you don't have to if you don't want to. She began wearing makeup in her teens, she was saying. And she said she was significantly insecure, found herself comparing herself to unrealistic standards of beauty on social media and had a negative impact on her mental health. So mm. she's like, you know, and obviously it's not really mine or our place to 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 say, but I'm all about this. And I, and I think it's an amazing thing to like, I think, less makeup, especially like the UK. Have you seen how much makeup Yeah, yeah, I think wear? makeup can be good Crazy. to just enhance some features. But I think the issue is the like a lot of people will use it to like completely redo themselves. Re and then they, themselves. then they get body dysmorphia because they look in the mirror without makeup and they look completely different. So they're like perpetually wearing that and that just kind of becomes like a mask almost. But I guess what I wanted to say like in the discussion is that I think this is an awesome movement and you know, it's easy for me to say, right? But it might be worth saying that this could be like the ultimate form of pretty privilege is, is this not movement to, yes. to not have to wear makeup. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like it is, 
the, yeah, I was, I, I was going to counter argument with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, easy for her to say because she's just naturally beautiful. Right. And mm. it's just like, you know, if this is something that makes someone who doesn't, f- but again, why do they not feel like they're beautiful? It's, I mean, this is a whole conversation with yeah. it. But again, this is the whole point of news for noobs. Look at the conversations that can be sparked. I know. Like, and we can be talking about this for ages. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. You're, you're not sure what, you're on a date. You're not sure what to say. Oh, did you hear? Yeah. Beauty pageant is going without makeup. But it would be cool if, if all beauty pageants banned makeup. Yeah, that'd never happen. It would never happen? Yeah. We'll see. There you go. Tweet Listen. At, at Byron Dempsey when it does happen. But that's it for news for noobs. Uh, now we're going to go on to Should we, cap. Do we run the ad break now? Yeah, we're going to run the ad break now. All yeah, right, yeah. let's run the ad break. we got to make some money. Woo! And we're back. back. Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. The Fact moment you've all been waiting for. Man, Fact I, or cap with Byron and Pace. I have... One you're absolutely gonna love, I yeah. reckon. Um, I have a, actually, I got some good ones today. I'd say, I have some good ones. Yeah. Um, sometimes I can feel when they're not as good. Like, All right. Well, we'll see. We never know, man. I have we some. Never know. I know. I know. But I mean, they can still be good and not go off on TikTok, right? Yeah, true. Whatever. Um, but I am gonna say, two fan submissions today, which is great to see. Byron's back. We're back. All right. Obviously, my rant worked last week. So yeah, yeah true. There you go. All right. Also, just on that, actually, we we had someone get in touch. Uh, hold on. What was their name? I want to give him a shout out. Um, someone get in touch and say, love the show, guys. Like, um, uh, but a segment I would like to suggest for you. Oh yes. Is fan submissions, but their audio. So if yeah, you guys yeah. DM one of us or even the Byron and Pace account on on Instagram and just send a voice note. With a with a fact or cap story and tell it to us, you know, as if you were delivering it. You might have to take it a few tries. We'll play that audio yeah. and then we'll try to guess. Right, but do a good job. Like sit down, nail the audio, yeah, edit yeah. it if you want, and we'll play it on the podcast. We'll play it as a TikTok video. We'll listen to it and we'll guess. That'd be totally. awesome. That'd be sick. But um, I guess and then for the answer, whether it's true or false, make another voice note underneath it and be like, hey, it was true or it was. Oh bullshit. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I feel like I need to. I need to shout out this. This hero. Um, all right, you, I'll, go, I'll go first. You go first and then I'll find it. All right, we ready? We're not ready. Phil. Phil Byron. Phil. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Doesn't How about we shout them out if we actually go ahead with the, if we get anyone submitting them? Nah. As I said, I feel, idea. I mean, look, I mean, this is just the podcast listeners, but like we, I was having a bit of a rant last week. We don't get that many good stories sent in via text. So I'll be surprised if we get some good ones. Alex McLean. Him. Alex McLean. Alex McLean, shout out. If he listens to the podcast, great. I think he does. All right. Do you want me to go first? I want you to go first, Myron. Did you know the zombie virus from the PlayStation show The Last of Us is based off a real virus? All right. All right. Naughty Dog developers included the idea for Cordyceps brain infection after they were inspired by an episode of the BBC documentary Planet Earth titled Jungles. Mm. In this episode, it features an infected ant being killed by Ophiocordyceps unilateris. Cordyceps is a fungus that releases spores, which then enter into the creature, growing into fungus, which the animal organs and reaches the animal organs and systems. The game writers were intrigued by the idea as the cordyceps parasitic virus slowly moves up the food chain, it may one day reach human population. The writers then entertain the idea of how the fungus or virus may compromise humans' brain function. This is why the infected within The Last of Us are similar to that of a zombie and the fungus itself influences the brain to infect other hosts so the fungus can spread, endure, and survive. The behavior is based off the fact that bullet ants will often abandon infected ants so that they will pick them up and take them and drop them off to die oh, wow. so that they don't infect the rest of the colony. Wow. So, yeah. Bit of a wordy one. Yeah, no, I reckon it's true because it's so wordy. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's hard. It, it is true. It is true. Yeah. All right. It's it's hard to get like because there's so much detail involved. Off the back of that, just just like a, a second story on that. Did you know that there's ants who developed air conditioning so that they don't suffocate? No. This is crazy. What they do is they actually cultivate a fungus in their hive or like their, their ant's nest and then they feed off of the fungus and that's how they, they create food for, their, for everybody. But what happens is the fungus releases spores and it would kill all of the ants, but they've created this like air conditioning, air duct system which filters out the fungus spores so no that they can cultivate the fungus, eat it, and then it, it gets filtered out so it doesn't kill them. Wow. How do they come up with this shit? That's incredible. Yeah, that's I guess it's just also a David Attenborough, like course. Planet Earth. Probably in the same episode. Probably. <laughs> I, All right. uh, absolutely unreal. Oh, wouldn't you like to know what I've got? <laughs> Here's a good one. All right. Did you know that men can produce milk and breastfeed their babies if a mother dies during childbirth? No. So. Uh, the phenomenon known as galacteria is extremely rare, but a recent controversial recent controversial studies from the Guangzhou St- School of Medicine have been able to recreate the unique situation required. So, if a mother ju- dies during childbirth and there are no other females of lactating age around the father and the child for around thirty six to forty eight hours, in about forty to forty five percent of cases, the father was able to express neonatal milk, known as witch's milk. Um, which is a pale yellow colored nutrient deficient imitation of mother's oh milk. God. The babies can survive on for several weeks before having health complications. Oh my God. Is this only when the mother dies? So when there's no, what happens is, um, so they ensured, they did this by ensuring that only male doctors and nurses interacted with the father and the child. The pheromones released by the, like, the starving baby eventually start a process called prolactin in the father. As soon as any health complications arose, the doctors would intervene and provide formula milk for the baby, but they were able to, yeah, it's kind of oh, gross, yeah. but yeah. That's insane. So Survival of the fittest, what the human body can do. I'm going to say true. It's complete bullshit. Oh! <laughs> Boom! That's one of mine. Yeah. That's gotcha. one of yours. Yeah. Far out. Well played. Ooh. Jeez. There you, you go. I think the story was so boring that I drifted off halfway <laughs> through it. And I yeah, missed whatever, some man. Key information. Whatever, man. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's well done. Uh, this is a story that I think you're really gonna love. Because okay. this is an f- awesome story. Thank you. Did you <laughs> this is no, my story? Did you know a bear fought in World War II? All right, okay. <laughs> His name was Wojcik, a 600-pound brown bear who was enlisted to fight for Poland in World War II. <laughs> On April 8, 1942, a small bear cub was discovered in the mountains of Iran by Polish prisoners. They nursed the bear with condensed milk and vodka in a bottle. It wasn't long until the bear grew up in size, but the Polish prisoners had to bond with the bear, treating it like a baby. Wojcik was... Wojcik would accept cigarettes, take a puff and swallow them. They even trained him to hold them upside down by their boots to scare new recruits. Yeah. Wojcik was even used at the front lines to help carry empty ammo crates and shells. After the war, Wojcik spent the rest of his days on a farm in Scotland with other Polish fighters. It was said that Scottish community loved him. They would wrestle with him and feed him sweets and kick soccer balls around. After his unit was demobilized, he was sent to Edinburgh Zoo where he passed away in 1963 at the ripe old age of 21. Oh my God. Did he have a helmet and everything? I think he did. There's like <laughs> photos of him. And he's like smoking ciggies and stuff. Uh, I don't want to say this is true because, but I don't, yeah. Just because, yeah. All right. I think this is true. You think it's true? I think this is true. It's completely true. Fuck yes. <laughs> the bear in World War II. What give, a give, me, give yourself a round of applause. What a great story. Hey. Oh, wait. Hey. Oh. Well done. 
I love that. Why? Okay, sure. Milk, baby, like condensed milk, maybe, but vodka as well. That's all they had. You know, <laughs> they didn't have water? I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. I love it. That's a good one. Um, ooh, okay. Did you know that crypto.com accidentally transferred $10.5 million to a woman in Australia who was only seeking a $100 refund? No way. Yeah. So it happened in May last year, but the mistake was only discovered in a company audit just before Christmas. So like more than six months had gone by. Um, when crypto.com tried to recover the money, the cash had already been moved and used to buy a multi-million dollar mansion. Oh my God. Um, after legal action from crypto.com, a judge ordered the property to be sold and the money to be returned, which, you know, if it was her getting fucked by crypto.com, yeah, yeah. she would never have seen the money. Yeah. If she accidentally transferred but the also money- also kind of stupid on her, like what did she think was gonna happen? Sure, I, I, I mean, yeah. The, you know, the mistake was made because um, an account number was entered into the payment field instead of the actual refund oh, number. Oh, no way. So like it accidentally just, that's so nuts, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll say true. It is true. There you it go. It is true. Very nice. What would you do if you were accidentally given 10 million? I, I'd just say, hey, there's been a mistake. Like what, what's gonna, you're not gonna get away with it. It's too much money. If it was like 10K, sure. So I saw people discussing this and apparently you would have to pay back the 10 mil, but not any profits you yeah. made on the money. Yeah, but I mean, you don't know that. They could have chased up a week later or two weeks later. Right. But if you were to like, okay, what can I do? I mean, I guess maybe property is a decent shout. Oh, if you knew they weren't going to figure it out for six months, but keep in mind, she didn't know that. Yeah. She might've thought they'd never figure it out. Yeah, true. Oh, well, there you go. It's a good one. Yeah, thank you. This is actually really interesting. Did you know that smoking weed is now more popular than smoking tobacco? All right. So a where? Recent, guess. US. Yeah. Okay. A recent study done in the US reveals that 16% of population have smoked weed within the last week and only 11% of the population claiming they've smoked cigarettes. Oh, shit, yeah. The trend, the trend contrasts each other, revealing that marijuana smoking is at a record high while cigarettes is at a record low. When it comes to age groups when it's smoking weed, here's yeah. what it's broken down to. 18 to 34 year olds, 30%. So really high. 35 to 54 year olds, 16%. And 55 plus, only 7%. Mm -hmm. That pattern is exact opposite when it comes to cigarettes. Yeah. Not the exact numbers, but it then goes the highest percentage of smokers are the oldest yeah. and youngest only the smallest. So very interesting times. Very interesting times Sparking indeed. debates, should, should marijuana be legalized in America and all that stuff, but interesting I, facts that I came across. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the whole debate is a little bit rose-tinted. I think the negative effects of marijuana are completely yeah. not discussed, yeah. which is pretty irresponsible, but um, I reckon this is bullshit. You reckon it's bullshit? Yeah. It's completely true, uh, but rewritten, rewritten in simplified words to make it seem like it was uh, bullshit. You <laughs> I rewrote the whole little, thing as simply weasel. as I could. You're a little weasel. Oh my God. Got him. Nice. Got him. Nice. It was but the those, wording that got me. The numbers are, well, I mean, based off the article I found, they are completely true. Yeah. Interesting. And I wonder who's behind all this marijuana production. It's mm. probably the fucking tobacco companies. True. Um, all right. Here's one topical. Did you know that the new Lord of the Rings show paid Elrond actor Hugo Weaving $80 million to appear in just two episodes? No way. $80 million? So, There's no way. No the, way. The new TV show nicknamed The Billion Dollar Show, breaking records and spending on average over $60 million per episode, right? Hugo Weaving was reluctant to revive his character, wanting to distance himself from the fantasy world, having primarily focused on theatre productions over the last decade. Um, he's famously against the current state of Hollywood that favours high-budget TV shows over mm -hmm. movies, 
previously stating that most TV shows are primarily an exercise in improving share prices and movies with any degree of artistic merit are finding it harder and harder to yep. get funding. True. However, everyone has their price and Lord of the Rings fans will be treated to a cameo appearance from a young Elrond in the upcoming series. Wow. Wow. I mean, I completely agree with what he's saying. Like yeah. films are just, it's a shocking time to be, I mean, it's a great time to be a filmmaker, but not a good like artistic. Like you look at like yeah. who are the top directors you kind of think of, Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, like yeah. those films are so rare nowadays. So I totally agree with what he's saying. Yeah. But and it's just very Netflix, Netflixified. But, it, you know, you can't really go against all change. And it's like we talked about the music industry. The yeah, day. yeah, totally. I think you do have to, have to embrace it, but there is a level of like it's hard to find a good movie nowadays, yeah. which is sad. Um, oh, I'll say true. It's completely bullshit. Oh. <laughs> yes! I knew 80 mils was too high. Two in a row, baby. I knew 80 mils was too high. Oh, it's so good. Think oh, I need it's it all? so good. It's not, I have no idea. I didn't even oh. look at it. Oh, yes. I knew 80 mils was too high. Yes. I knew 80 mils was too high. <laughs> do you know why? Because I was, I was talking about it. I didn't even stop to think. I was just like, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot to say factor cap. So I was like, oh, it's, it's true. Got him. Oh, Damn it. I knew yes. 80 mil was too high. <sighs> oh, hold on. I just need to stress. That was, my heart was racing. I was like, oh, I've got him. I've got him. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Can I get a cheers? Yay! Yes. Wait, no, wait. Womp, womp. Wait, where is it? Oh my God. There we go. That's for me. <laughs> I just hit every button except for that one. <laughs> All right, here's my last one. All right. So this is the highest funded Kickstarter campaign of all time and you won't believe how much he raised. Ooh, okay. So Brandon Sanderson is a fantasy novel author who's written some of the most popular fantasy books of all yeah, time. Yeah, read some. During COVID lockdown, he found that he had far more free time due to the lack of traveling and he decided to start a secret project and write an extra novel. After he wrote that extra novel, he wrote another one. Mm -hmm. After he wrote that, he wrote another one. After he wrote that, he wrote another one. And then he I'm wrote another one. I'm seeing a pattern here. He wrote four extra complete novels yeah. in his free time on top of his existing novels that he was doing. Right. Absolutely insane. Yeah, what the hell? And so the Kickstarter offered to send a copy of each new book in the quarter of 2023. So four books, four quarters next year. That's it. That's all people are paying for. A book per quarter. Book per quarter. You could pay for getting a you know, nicer version or just yeah, the audio yeah. version or whatever. Because he has such a strong fan base, it sold out. Not only did it sell out, but he broke all Kickstarter records. To give you an idea of how much he raised, the second highest Kickstarter project raised $20.3 million. Holy shit. Sanderson set a goal of $1 million, but ended up hitting $41.7 million, making it the most successful Kickstarter campaign and doubling the second most successful oh Kickstarter campaign. And for books as the well books. that weren't even supposed to be written just books just a, a covid project oh my god absolutely insane isn't that kind of like gives you faith in humanity again just it, like it shows you the power of branding and just right. like and storytelling I well guess, storytelling but, but like yeah. it's same with me like i'd buy i've read enough of this book to know yeah they're gonna be good did you know that the kickstarter was on uh no not until recently if you had known would you have played uh yeah probably yeah i mean i'll just buy them anyway i'm not in a rush i'm he's still got so many books i have to read of his so this surprises me. You haven't done a bullshit story yet. It feels like a weird one to do a bullshit story on, but I'm going to go bullshit. You know bullshit? Yeah. It's completely true. Oh, That's right. Do you have any bullshit no stories? No bullshit this week. <laughs> got to keep up on his feet. Fucking hell. That's weak, but weak, also fair. But got him twice. That really softens your Lord of the Rings one because I got you twice now. Yeah, but it's easier to, know, know. to only do know, true stories than to throw in bullshit stories. I don't think I've ever done just true though. Yeah, well, don't start now. Well, we've got to keep you, you on this Maybe I'll just do all bullshit next week. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, maybe you will. We'll see. <sighs> okay. 
Right. Yeah, I, I just, you got to remind yourself, judge each story on its merit rather than Yes, the... yes. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep them. I have no pattern. Yeah, Some yeah, weeks yeah. I'll do three. There's actually, um, I saw this study and you're talking about like um, doing random heads or tails or whatever. Yeah. And I was saying like heads, H-T-T-T-H-H. Is this a random one or is this me who I've just made it up? Wait, what did you just say? So they basically had a professor and he had... A, a formula of like HT, HT, T, like heads, tails, heads, tails in a certain order. Yeah. And he asked the students, do you think I just wrote this down randomly or do you think I actually did right. a 50-50 okay. chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And studies had shown that the ones that had a more regular HT, HT, people would choose that as a random one because people often underestimate how completely random true sh- like shuffling or true randomness is as yeah. in a normal coin would be like h h h h t t h t t t t h h and that's why like a spotify shuffle or apple shuffle isn't actually real shuffle there's all these like f- formulas and algorithms yeah so like give it to you how you want i don't know if that made sense we might cut that out i don't know Did, it didn't make entire sense but i kind of see what you mean people yeah. look for patterns yeah and they, they assume for- that patterns are like Man-made or They assume or random. randomness is more like heads, tails, heads, tails, Rather heads, than tails. heads, 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 heads. Exactly. Tails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you go to the casino. Yes. And it's like black, 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 exactly. black, black. And you go, black. it has to be red at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, no, because yeah, yeah. it doesn't reset. Yeah. No, I mean, sorry. It, it does reset. reset. It yeah. resets every time. Like just because it's been black 20 times. Yeah. Doesn't improve the odds, I think. Mm. Cue mathematicians telling us that we're idiots, which we are, but um, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. You got any more? Uh, do I have any more? Hold on. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, I do have one more. It's actually not that good, but kind of interesting. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know why plastic containers never dry properly in the dishwasher? No. So this is really actually genuinely annoying. So it's baffled manufacturers for decades. Every time you empty the dishwasher, you have to deal with dripping wet plastic containers. True. Um, Apparently it's due to thermodynamics because plastic cookware isn't as dense. Um, It loses heat much quicker so like because you know ceramics are hotter they evaporate the the water that's on them also any water placed on a plastic surface because plastic is oil based will will collect into droplets rather than spread thinly so therefore it still doesn't evaporate so like that's essentially they found out according to the royal academy of engineering that this is why this is happening and they're trying to develop like new washing machine things serious just to stop it's a very minor inconvenience. It is annoying though. You it is to, annoying. You have to put them like, out to dry every yeah, time you empty the dishwasher. It is definitely annoying, but like first of all problems, am I right? True enough. <laughs> true enough. Very true, I guess. Uh, that is 100% true. Okay. Yeah. That would have been annoying if you got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always wanted to say it's bullshit. Yeah, Just, yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll move on to... Would you rather? Would you rather? Ooh, all right. Good way to finish the segments, the podcast as usual. Segments. What do we got? I'm looking forward to this. Um, okay. Would you rather go blind or deaf halfway through your life or be born blind or deaf? Halfway through. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the argument like, but then you've tasted what it's like or whatever. But like, you got to understand if you go deaf halfway through your life, that's not the end of the world because you can still speak normal. You know, deaf people who are born, they don't know how to speak because they haven't heard anything. So they, they sound a bit different. I think they can be taught, but yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But like, them. if you go deaf, you, can, you know how to speak. You just speak normally and just trust that you're speaking normally, I think. How long do you think... It might, yeah, it might wear It would take until you like forget what it was. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, definitely halfway through my life. It's interesting. But going blind halfway through your life would be brutal. Like that'd be such an, that'd be one, I reckon that'd be one of the most difficult things to overcome. Because I think mentally it would be easier to be deaf or blind since, 
since birth. But what if you half your life is if you're 80, you get 40 years normal. Like some people about, don't even survive. But that humans long. don't know what they never had, right? And yeah, yeah. and it's like you would you would just be used to it. Sure, it, it might make life a bit more difficult. But yeah, you I, I get that argument. I, I reckon from from birth. Really? Yeah. No, nah, I'm still gonna go half because I mean half could be 40, 50 years. Yeah, that's a full life for some years. people. 50 years. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. Uh, long time listeners will, will will know that. Very long time listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather have a permanent permanent unibrow, like a one giant massive unibrow, yeah, yeah. or have no eyebrows at all? Okay, so be like you, or have no eyebrows at all. Yes. <laughs> no, nah, you got no eyebrows. Um, ooh, I reckon the unibrow. I reckon I reckon it's becoming a thing. You know, you see models with like right. the unibrow, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. yeah, I reckon the unibrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. What are you going? I mean, there's definitely an argument to make. Like a lot of girls don't have eyebrows and they'll like do makeup or I know people who tattoo the eyebrows on. Yeah, I'm assuming that you can't cover it up. Oh, okay. Like, true, true, part true. Of the, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. That's a good one. Yeah, I'd have to go unibrow probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's only a few more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um No, I'm not picking I'm not I, I'm not having a go. I like <laughs> your eyebrows, man. You always get complimented on your eyes. Yeah, but not my eyebrows. Yeah, but that's part that of it. That shapes it? No, I don't think that's what they mean. No, I think it is what I they think mean. It's what I mean. think it is what they mean. I think you've got very defined eyebrows. I think I'm, it's good. I'm, I love my eyebrows. Yeah, look, you're the, you're the one who seems <laughs> to have the problem here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Would you rather have every would you rather discussed on this show come true oh, or every oh, oh, oh. dream while you sleep come true? This would include, include like lucid dreams, nightmares, everything. I, t- I told you this question because we got sent it. That was a fan submission, right? It was a fan submission from yeah, Lachlan yeah. Fraser. So I was mean, the last one actually. Shout out like, Lachlan. It's just too complicated. Like every dream can't come true because they contradict each other. And I don't even remember half my yeah, dreams. All the would you like, rather's would, would contradict each other as well. I just kill myself, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like we'll have penis fingers and bloody, we'll be, bl- we'll be like blind with penis fingers. And we'll be like, we'll be having sex with like, you know, yeah. fighting monkeys every time we got out of a car. Or like, every time we get on a plane, we've got to fight an orangutan with a sword with our penis fingers. We have and slow like, internet, we're we'll always blind. in traffic. Yeah, exactly. Like, just kill myself. <laughs> just kill me, honestly. <laughs> End it all. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what about you? I don't know. How could you know? It's an impossible question. <laughs> it's an impossible question. Oh. Oh my how god. Much, so we've done like, what is this episode, like 23 or something? 26. So times it by four, that's how many would you rather's we've done. No, we, we didn't start doing 20. Well, let's, let's say we've done anyway. at least 100 would you rather's. Like, yeah. Oh nightmare. my god, that was killer. Nightmare. <sighs> thank you, Lachlan Fraser, for that. Yeah, thank you for really the entertainment. Just, oh my god. What do you got? Uh, would you rather have the ability to see 10 years into your own future or six months into the future of the world? Ooh. Six months into the future of the world, I think. Mm. Oh, but you could make so many inferences from your own future. Mm. Surely, like, what does that even mean, actually? I guess the future of the world, how does it truly, like, unless, obviously, you could just capitalize on some, like, bets. You could cash in very quickly. Oh, you'd be extremely rich. Yeah, but, like, but even then, you're just rich for the sake of being rich. Like, you haven't earned the money. Like, for me. You could manipulate events and, but if you see into the future, then you would change the future. Well, that's 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 the thing. Yeah. Are you then creating an alternate timeline just by seeing into the future, or is that future locked in stone? And no matter what you do, did that v- version of you also see into the future when they were our age? Oh, I hate these conversations. I love these conversations. No, no way. Getting, I love these conversations. We can't get out of it. Um, um, I reckon ten years in the future of yourself. Just ask them some questions. Just be like, so do you have any advice? What you should do differently? Like, because ultimately, seeing into the future of the world, you might be able to save some save some lives or yeah. like. 
you obviously be able to make bank, but like beyond making money, what's the real value? But do you get this once? Because you couldn't constantly see 10 years into the future of yourself because you've got to die eventually. No, I think it's just once. So you're, you, right now, like yeah. right now you have to make a decision. Do you get to see a, a glimpse of six months into the future of the yeah. world or a glimpse of, of 10 years into the future of yourself? Yeah. You ask yourself some questions. Or I you, think ultimately, you, if you choose not to, that is. You don't the get to decision. ask yourself any questions. You just see. Yeah, I don't know. Like, guess you just see. Yeah, just be interesting. But then, does it ruin the surprise? You know what I mean? Because yeah, then, be. what if you're married? Like, then it ruins. That's where it gets tricky. Yeah. Because what if you, you know, effortlessly married some girl, and but now as soon as you meet her, you've got this pressure of like, oh my god, I'm gonna marry this woman, and then you fuck it up because the pressure's I, on. I you. reckon for the one time only glimpse, six months into the world future, you could make some amazing plays in the you next six months. I think I've changed my mind. I think it's too dangerous seeing ten years into my own future. Yeah. We'll go six months. All right. Make, make some money potentially. See what we could do. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll see. And then when it's over, you can be like, all right, that's done. I'm back to normal. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. I like that. I like how we got there as well. Mm. Mm. I reckon that's, that's it. That's it. <sighs> well, as per usual, yeah. thanks for listening to the Byron Place podcast. Thank you so much. Our Give episodes us- are getting much longer. Are they? 40 minutes, yeah. You guys that's are welcome. Fine. That's it's fine. free. Yeah. It's free for you to listen. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Send what us I some audios. Say, send us some audio submissions, fact or caps, or even, you know, whatever. Just just check, um, give us something and we'll, and we'll play it on the show. Um, give us the stars. Give us the rating because we stars. love the stars. Shout out to ACAST. We live for the stars. Shout out to ACAST for making this all happen. Um, Probably debrief our Lord of the Rings experience next week, which is going to be fun. Seeing yeah. the premiere, seeing it all happen. No spoilers, but um, what else? What else? What else? Anything else you want to say? I don't know. I, just, I, love, I would love for people to send in their own stories and like really like... Send in a video if you want. We'll put you on, on TikTok. You can go yeah. viral. Ooh. Send us a video. Ooh. Just be like, hey, Byron and Pace, go great story for you. And if you do that, we'll edit it for you. Oh, yeah. no. I don't know. Just send us in something. We'll, make, we'll start send to make it work. Send us the full video. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. But um, yeah, appreciate you guys. Much love. Oh, is this it? Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, love that. Well done, guys. Goodbye. Ooh.